Dungeons and Junkies presents Into the Waste, Episode 3 Magical Pritstick. I'm Matt. I'm Alex. Welcome back to Dungeons and Junkies, people. Um, I mean, Alex is going to hand over to this week's um, DM, Caitlin. Take it away when you're ready. You're in my land now. And I mean that both literally in the D&D sense and in the fact that this is on my site, so... I am the god now, Chad. None of your voice in the background. (laughs) No, but it has been a little while. Welcome back to Into the Waste, which is what I've called it. It's also what I say say to my housemate when we're cleaning out the cat's litter tray. (laughs) (laughs) But no, last time, we were in a lovely little town having a, you've all had a drink, you all went to bed, you met a very nice barmaid that Shambles then assaulted later. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe that happened. <laughs> and during the night, Ferris, Ferris woke up to find that Sanctity was missing. Oh no. And you all raced outside after finding some weird sigil under her pillow, like some sort of really fucked up tooth fairy. <laughs> you leave a person, you get a sigil. But to find that five children had also disappeared. And you followed the trail. Well, Dakota followed the trail. You all chased Dakota, screaming, Get back here, you're literally a child. Wait, how old is Dakota? 18. 18. But, oh. and they're not considered an adult to 19. That's still quite small. And she has the social skills of, like, a seven-year-old. What a mood. You found a barn. You absolutely murdered most of the guards in various horrifying ways. Almost set fire to the fucking barn with children in it. Shambles. And discovered a portal to some sort of, like... You're not sure if something to do with the resistance was most of what you could gather from it. It didn't activate, thankfully, and Vera sprinted off into a sandstorm, shortly followed by Dakota, for some reason, that I don't think they've spoken about since. (laughs) But before I talk about what we're doing this week, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves, and we will start with the missing in action, Ailey. Hi, I'm Ailey. I'm an artist. I will once again be playing uh, Sanctity, my tiefling paladin who it's probably a very good thing she wasn't she missed all of that because she wouldn't also have approved okay and let's speak of one of the things that sanctity would not have approved of alex (laughs) i will be playing dakota the tiefling warlock who is now learning the pirate language from a book she found in her bag has no idea how it got there, but we're learning pirate language now. Yeah. And also, Chad, Varus now has a toy train, by the way. Dakota gave you a toy train. You're welcome. Now we will go over to the only decent person in this goddamn party of criminals, Kerry. (laughs) Hi, I'm Kerry, and I play Sam the Cleric. (laughs) And from the good one to the 
claims he's not an arsonist, but is definitely an arsonist because it's literally the definition of the word, Matt. I am Shambles. I am the Dragonborn Sorcerer Acolyte who swears that he actually didn't mean to set the orphanage on fire. <laughs> and I... finally, the... I wouldn't say moral compass, but I'd say the dad of the group. Chad! Uh, yes, the 26-year-old father of all of these people in this party. Uh, I am Varys the Great, uh, the folk hero sorcerer. Uh, who spent last session screaming at the sky. It did, <laughs> and firing rays of magic into a sandstorm, very angrily. So, it has been a week since what I've dubbed the missing children's incident. Don't come for me, Scott Cawthon, I promise. But you've spent the first four days staying in the Eagle's Tether, which was the town you are in last time, and, you know, trying not to... Well, Shambles had to sleep in outside because he assaulted the owner of the tavern. <laughs> Idiot. Shambles had a little tent in the back in like the beer garden. Pretty much. You had you had like a tent. It's not like you actually deserved the tent. You got given the tent out of pity because you looked sad. I set fire to the tent because he's a bastard. Uh, of course he does. <laughs> Just... <laughs> When I see the tents burn down, I go, Shambles, again? Really? Come on. <laughs> give you one nice thing and you burn it down. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Sandy does take pity and help you repair your tent. But she's basically helping you from, like, two meters away. Like, she's social distancing from you out of fear of getting bludgeoned again. Okay. But after four days, you... Like, you spent most of the time either searching around the town or searching like the libraries and things for kind of any information you could get because obviously Sanctity's still missing along with two other two of the children and on the evening of the fourth day Sam you have your little ritual thing set up for your deity don't you what's your deity's name by the way I've got this written down and I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong it's, um, Dolorartha, Goddess of Sunlight and Honor. Yeah, you, on the fourth night, you all go to sleep and you kind of, you do your, like, worships and you go to sleep thinking of your wife and unborn child. And hopefully the angered expression on your father-in-law's face when he reads the passive-aggressive letter that must have arrived by now. It's not my fault he doesn't appreciate Linkin Park. <laughs> <laughs> but you have... What can only be described as a vision. Hmm. Essentially, you stand, like you're stood in what you can only assume is the waste. Like it's black sand, the suns aren't visible. There's something, it always feels like something's touching you on the neck, but every time you turn oh. around, there's nothing there. But as you take a step towards one direction, which seemed to be the direction of the town, all you hear is like screaming and fighting and anguish. Oh, that's not terrifying. You step another direction and it kind of goes up in symphony. And you repeat this until one direction you take, which goes away from the town, 
It's just Simon. That... That's somehow way more un unnerving than all the screaming. It is unnerving, but it's also... It's weird, because like each step you take in this dream, it's kind of like marking out a route for you. Hmm. And maybe indicating that you shouldn't stay here much longer. And as much as obviously you want to find Sanctity, maybe she is somewhere else. I mean, if it's a vision, then I should probably listen to it. Because San couldn't think what else it would be. Yeah. But that kind of happened a couple of days ago. And because San is one of the few sensible ones out of you lot, two sensible and the criminals. And the children. <laughs> yeah, the parents and the children. Featuring the weird missing Aunt Sanctity, who's like somewhere else right now. But you kind of you manage to convince the others that it's time to move on a bit. And we rejoin the party as they are sat around a campfire, kind of eating your your lizard and things that you got from the townsfolk, or sulking about the fact that people are eating lizard from the townsfolk. <laughs> or stroking a blade of grass not grass, glass like a psychopath <laughs> and I'm playing my flute yeah you're playing your flute and it's it's fairly late like it's very cool because it's like a very cold temperature because obviously the desert temperature plummets at night and you're about two days from the town you just left and about a day from like where the edge where the edge of the mountain range that blocks off the waste begins. Anyway, this is your chance to just kind of sit and chat and update each other on various things. Slash look around in the darkness. Until when they're dark vision. <laughs> <laughs> you are sat by a big fire. So you have to be eating lizard? What? What are you talking about over there? Shambles. Lizards. Do you have to eat them? Unless Why, you've got yes. anything else. Well, look at me. You're a dragon, not a lizard. You don't do that tongue thing. <laughs> Shambles sticks his tongue out. I would have See? thought being called a lizard would be offensive to you. They're not a million miles away from me in terms of biology, right? Neither seems to be purple dinosaurs, for that matter. I could do another edition if you want me to. <laughs> the fire grows in rage. <laughs> <laughs> and then simmers down again. I didn't cause that, I swear. It seems the fire has spoken, though. So, we need to find Sanctity still. Uh, any idea where to start looking? Well, did the, uh, I guess the vision pointed us towards the waste. Is that what you were telling us, Sam? I, I can't tell you anything in certain terms, but it seemed like a good indication. Well, unfortunately, then, it looks like we must go, and I mean, we were already headed that way because of the god telling us to do it. Um, can I, when I was in the library, so I assume I was the one doing a lot of the research, can I have, uh, like, 
research if I found anything on the name Cal Soon, since I suddenly now know this name again. Or Paul Soon. <laughs> Have you, did, did Dakota give her train to Varus? Yes. Yes, he did. Frankie. <laughs> yeah, it's in my bag. Nice. I don't really know what the hell it is, but... I was going to say, do trains even exist in this timeline? Yeah, it's Kulsuru, not Kulsuru. Oh. Sorry, I couldn't read my own writing. Alright, uh, well, can I have done any research? Did I find, would I have found anything yeah, in the library? Me a... Just give me an investigation. Because obviously you're not familiar with this library's record system. Uh, well, that is a 2 plus 3, so that's a 5. Okay, you find a couple articles about a scientist with the matching name. He doesn't seem to have a last name, which is creepy. Like he's some sort of pop sensation. <laughs> but he received a big grant from the king about 25 years ago to perform experiments into... It's hard to describe, like, it's hard for the paper to describe it because it's very much aimed at normal people rather than the science community. But it's something to do with the soul. Well, I don't think I would have shared that with anyone. Yeah, yeah but that's the <laughs> shit you have now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there are no pictures, off. sadly, because cameras aren't invented yet and the charcoal etchings are garbage. Uh, so I'd say, like, while everyone's talking, eating their lizard, I'd probably go off my own a little bit instead of these articles, and also the article I have on Dakota as well, since I now know Dakota knows some stuff, so That's I'm now really like, trying to you, figure out. Would you have looked up Dakota's last name? Oh, for sure, in the library. All it again? Come on, this one needs to be better. Uh, that is 11 plus 3, so that's 14. Okay, uh, I will actually put this on Alex. Alex, with kind of a mid-tier role, what do you think would have been said about, like, would be said about, because he's searching your last name rather than specifically you? Well, I mean, if you're looking for information on that name, there a rich noble family that um, invented banks. Well, obviously, obviously where money They invented goes. capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. In the capital city. Yeah, and it's... You kind of get, like, the patriarch is this guy, the matriarch is this guy. They have X amount of children, which doesn't seem to add up. Sorry, that's funny. <laughs> Alright, I would, I would definitely say that I would also have, like, stolen any... I would have not stolen, but I would have checked out these books from the library. Okay, you've checked out the books with a library card that says, Please don't burn these. Thanks. Hey, I'm, I mean, I'm a folk hero, so I just walk around going, I need this to save your town. Remember you wanted me to save those kids? I'm on it. <laughs> I mean, the librarian was one of the parents, so... See? They kind of just hurl the books at you, and they're like, YES, GO! Thank you. <clears throat> Alright. If you're sat over by yourself, San, are you sitting with the two idiots? 
Well, someone's got to babysit them, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Chad, give me a perception roll. That is a natural one. <laughs> I'm gonna stop rolling that dice. That, that, that dice is going away. You got my dice today, Chad. As you stare into the darkness, you think you see something moving. And your eyes kind of trace it, kind of glare. You try, you try and squint. And then you realize you can't see anything because it's so dark. And a solid two minutes pass before you realize you just closed your eyes. <laughs> Oh yeah, that makes. Okay, criminals and the holy man. What are you up to? I I see. I notice, like, um, Varys closed his eyes, and I thought he must be tired, so I cast sleep on him. <laughs> Dakota being helpful. Okay. Varys, what's your health? Uh, twenty-seven. Okay, roll your d8. Four. Four, eight, six, eight, twenty, thirty. Yeah. Just okay. First, you open your eyes briefly, and then face plants. <laughs> You've got like you. Your face is imprint imprinted in like a book now. Shambles sees um, Vera's face plant and thinks something bad is wrong, and jumps to his feet and starts firing firebolt randomly. Oh shit! I believe this is how you supposed how you're trying to rescue me. Okay. Um. <laughs> shambles. How many firebolts are you firing? Two. Roll two attack rolls, please. Let's Two. see what you hit. Uh, that's an eight and a five. Um, you hit a cactus and a passing bird. <laughs> Is it cooked? It's more like half singed because that was the five, so you kind of have cooked half of it and the other half is just in agonizing pain. The cactus is cooked, but you know, it's a cactus. <laughs> I start preparing the cactus whilst I, I, I kick the bird onto the fire to finish cooking. Was that really necessary? To be fair, I was startled. He's hit the ground. I didn't see you cast sleep. And that's how the exhaustion started. Sam gets up and bops Shambles on the head with his quarterstaff. Like, yeah. no. Bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then goes back to A snort of smoke comes out of Shambles' nostrils, but he sort of... Look about him. Shambles off. It's literally the worst rescue sanctity possible. <laughs> <laughs> Just asleep. Yeah. Sanctity knows that you're this. That this is terrible. Somehow, whatever Sanctity is, even though I know exactly. She's just disappointed. After trying to beat her for a minute, so this is just gonna. Maris is just face down for a while. (laughs) I mean, it only lasts one minute, to be fair. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. (laughs) Um, since you two idiots are bickering. And kicking birds and making your main powerhouse of magic fall asleep. (laughs) Uh, son, give me a perception check, please. Uh, 
25 minutes in with the rail Caitlin already. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Um, that is 21. Oh damn, okay. So even with your non-existent dark vision, you realise that, kind of, as far as you could tell, what you thought were cactuses is actually like a semicircle of people approaching you. But because you don't have dark vision, you kind of can just make out the shadows. But it's very much like maybe like 25 different shadows walking towards you in like a herding formation. Hmm. I cast light on my quarterstaff to try and see a bit better. Nice. Nice. So now I have yeah, a lightsaber. Or a big glow stick. I mean, you two are bickering. I, su- I assume you see the light thing now, though. You see a light go on, yes. You just go, ah! You turn to go, ow, that's bright, turn it off, and then you see the people and you're like, ah, fuck! Okay, I, 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 I shake Ferris awake. Shambles' hands do go up as if, as if they are about to light on fire, but don't. Yeah, Ferris, and you're you like, know, and then I, awake, and then I put... Chambles' hands down. I was like, no. No, Bert. When Dakota knows better than you, you know you're doing something wrong. (laughs) I, like, wake up from, like, with, like, my face, like, because, like, I I assume that, like, the hair and everything is just, like, matted inside of my face. They just felt, like, face planted into sand and into a book. But I, like, wake up with, like, one eye closed, and I'm, like, looking, and I see Shambles with his hands on fire, and, uh, Sands with a glowing stick. And Dakota yelling at Sans, and I'm just like, what in the hell is- what is going on? What is happening? I- I just point. And then I, like, I feel like I would turn to look at the people and be like, oh. Well, shit. How many is there, DM? I think 25. Oof. AKA an amount you can't fight come at me. Because I know what you fuckers are like. As you can, as they kind of come into the light, you can see them all a bit better, and it's the same robes that you saw on the Resistance members at the barn last week. Except one of them, like the central one who steps forward from the group, is wearing like it's a darker green. It's like a forest green, and has a some sort. You can't really tell in this light, but it's some sort of like medallion around his neck. And he kind of he pulls down his hood and he genuinely just looks like an ordinary bloke. He looks like your basic, your basic farmer man. Like olive toned skin. He does have like a bloodshot eye that you think was probably a weapon. Not a weapon. <laughs> he just shoots lasers from his eyes. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he seems fairly normal and he steps forward and he goes good evening good evening to you evening can are we you... help at all I take it you are and he points each of you in turn Sam, Dakota Theris and I assume the fiery one is Shambles you assume correctly. Uh, at this point, Varys would have stood up and been like, I don't, why do you know us? Everyone knows you, Varys. Shambles. Shh. 
<laughs> Shambles, well, the grown-ups are talking. <laughs> I know who you are because, one, you checked into the inn under your real names in, in the Eagle's Tether, so 10 out of 10 there. But fair, also fair. because... Well, I'm here to not so essentially invite you, more sort of force you to attend a trial. Okay, Eldritch Blast, so it's like sparking up my hands. Not gonna cast it yet. Dakota, Mines. Shambles. Yep. Sansa's to the one who's speaking. A trial for what exactly? The murder of three of our resistance members. What proof do you have that it was us? We have a witness. And he gestures to just behind him, and behind him steps out. He, has, he still has like a tall tear in his clothing and things from when Varys's shadows, arms of Hadar, tore through. And he steps forward and he kind of points and it's like, yeah, yeah that's, that's them, that's them. You know that guy that ran off? We didn't try to kill him. I, I Puro here saw everything. What's his name? Puro. Hmm. Noted. He steps behind the guy in charge again. You're <laughs> like, ah, that guy's on fire. I don't like it. Uh, I think at this point, Bears would step forward, and uh, I will, I will stand trial for all of these crimes. Do not involve any other ones. Uh, Hero knows I am the one who killed his compatriot, and I am also the one who killed the other two. I will stand trial for I killed them in trying to save the children. Shamble steps in front. I will defend him. I will defend myself as I push Shambles like back with one hand as I don't break eye contact with the main person. Shambles steps. Shambles pulls him like, please let me help for once. Shambles, nope. Shambles, you can help by shh, zipping it for a moment. Shambles is very sad. <laughs> I love how you've all forgotten about me. <laughs> it's okay. I haven't. I love how you've forgotten about me. I haven't forgotten you. Well, no, but you're the GM. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of not allowed. But the unnamed one, the leader, step kind of takes another step forward and goes, We examined their bodies. We saw what killed them. And I'm pretty sure that the witch bolt came from either the dragon here or that cleric. Uh, as he says that, I crack a witch bolt into my hand and I go, Would you like to see how I killed them right now? I could easily demonstrate right now to show you. Shambles pulls Varys' arm, say, don't, stop, 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 stop. My client had nothing further to add. I don't know which bolt. Kind of, they look at you and they tilt their head and they go, so the glass of shard, like the broken window with the blood on it. None glass of you of would shard. happen to have a shard of glass in your possession right now. I mean, I and I don't mean a tiny it. bard in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I took it. <laughs> yes, you did, because you're like, oh, I have a shot of glass now. Shit. I remember everything. 
Shambles um, steps back behind. Um, Vera's looking a bit worried. And I assume the half-burnt door frame is your pyromaniacs doing. I uh, step forward just right in front of this uh, person who's accusing us. And I look him dead in the eye with like my eyes glowing. And I go, listen here. I said that I killed them all. Are you not trying to make someone stand trial? Asking more questions isn't going to get you anywhere right now. And I refuse to speak on this until we are at the trial. You and none of my compatriots will answer yeah. any more of your questions until we are taken to where we are supposed to stand trial. And I you am are all, You are all standing trial. This is not up for debate, Mr. The Great. At least you know my name. Thank you for addressing me correctly. Please, Mr. The Great was my father's name. <laughs> not even here, Yak. And you get inspiration, I hate you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Amazing. I, I'm sorry. I had to make that joke. Personally, I'd rather you came willingly. But I did not bring all of these other people for you to essentially badmouth the judge. Shadow pokes his snout around the corner again. He's like, if you wanted to come willingly, why did you bring the whole town? You murdered three of our people with ease. You really think I would come by myself without an armed contingency? Shambles opens his mouth, says it again, and then ducks back behind Ferris. These are your options. We have blindfolds. Or I can knock you unconscious. Your choice. While that's happening, I use Mage Hand Lizard Man to um, very carefully pick um, the shard of glass out of um, Dakota's backpack and discard it before they can see it. Seriously? Uh, Sleight of hand check and a stealth check, please. Okay. As you are doing this while stood by like a roaring fire that's lighting everything, including yeah. you know the glass that would reflect light. Okay, so it's like a hand check. Uh, that is a nineteen plus one, just like a yeah, hand. Yeah, you pick it up fine. Still, uh, it's a seventeen plus one. Okay, you chuck it in the fire. Thankfully, none of them seem to notice. Okay, I guess I'll remove that from my bag. One of them gives you a weird look, but doesn't comment on anything, because he's just a grunt. Why would he know anything? Um, at this moment, I would like to cast message, like, quickly, because it's a cantrip. Um, and I'd like to just message uh, the other three and be like, I think at this moment, we should go with them. We can easily uh, escape when there's less of them, if need be, but I think we should just go with them. Can I wear can I wear a defense attorney's outfit? I immediately cut shambles out of like the group <laughs> that I have. So it's just me, San, and Dakota. And like just a full like cut San out of said message group. And then I I will cast message as well to the Varus and say and if we Oh you don't have to, you can respond since I Oh right, okay, yeah. Okay. If we can't escape. Well we can handle that then. I, I always have an ace up my sleeve, but I say at this moment, it's not worth our lives. So, whilst those two are WhatsApping each other, sta- Sam stands forward. 
was like, fine, I will go with you and start this trial. Campbell reluctantly stands forward and puts his hand in front. <laughs> Shamble stands there, knowing that his eyes are, are quite set far back in his skull. Yeah, there's deliberately like a fancy one. It's like this wide. Oh. To cover all creatures' range of eye sizes. Hmm. This is not their first rodeo. So it's just yeah. a big bag. Basically, it's like a big bag, but with like a fancy knot. So, like a reverse mask, basically. Yeah, it's a reverse mask. Wear a mask, people. <laughs> uh, I'll let them put the blindfold on me, but as they're doing it then, under my breath, I would like to cast uh, Detect Thoughts as a ritual. So it'll take me like 10 minutes of walking to do this, but uh, eventually, like, I'm gonna, like, it's just verbal, so I can just do it under my breath as we're walking. Are you aiming at anyone in particular? No, I'm doing my favorite thing where I just kind of want... No, actually, I'm, I'm going to aim it just directly at the uh, main guy. Like, I want to know what he knows. You kind of, you all have your blindfolds put on. And they don't restrain you or anything. They just, each of you kind of has a hand on your shoulder guiding you. So you don't walk into the various rocks and cactuses that are scattered around. The one who put my blindfold on, I, I like, bare my pointy teeth at them. There's like a snarl. They put a gag in your mouth. Shambles, you get walked into a cactus on purpose by your guy. You don't take any damage because you're very resistant scales, but the guy heard you saw you like being a dick and was like, right. Can I fling acid dash over my shop? No, I'm not gonna do that. Oh. No. no, I'm not gonna do that, no. No. Can if you want. I'm not going to, no, making it worse if I do. Yeah, you really would be. <laughs> Yeah, you... But just so you know, I wanted to. I mean, I assume you always want to. You d you do end up walking for about three hours. So after like the ten minutes, you're aiming at the main guy, yeah? Yeah. Obviously, you can only read the surface thoughts. Unless you wish to like probe deeper, but that will require a save on my part. Yeah. I also but don't, want to, I don't yeah. want to dive too deep, I just want knowledge. But essentially, you kind of, you focus, and essentially, mostly of what you can hear doesn't make a massive amount of sense, because you don't understand, like, you don't know the inner workings of the resistance or anything. But you keep hearing, you hear things like Bishop and Rook, as if for some bloody reason they based this around Dragon Chess. Then, like, you hear him muttering in his head about how the trial process should go, whether they should, whether he can convince the others to have a less extreme punishment than what they have in mind, whether the court is too biased. Like, this guy is actually fairly on it when it comes to, like, how it should go. And his mind does drift temporarily to... It's weird. Like, he tries to kind of repress it at the same time. It's very much like he's trying to stop himself from thinking about it. 
just to protect himself rather than to like wait ward off any like people. But it does you do hear kind of a thing of I wonder if the Tiefling's prayers were heard. Which is kind of confusing to you because Dakota doesn't pray. Dakota just murders. <laughs> uh, I assume also I would get his name from this because I don't think he gave us his name. I'd like to know his name secretly without him knowing that. I mean, no one really thinks their own name. Uh, a lot of people refer to themselves in the third person in their na- in their heads. You stop going along being like blank. Blank is thinking about this. Well, no, but I, you know, I, I agree with this though. Like sometimes you'll go, oh come, on, like you know, I'll go, oh come on, Ailey, like just. Uh, get on there. Give me a d20. Tell me if it's odd or even. Alright. Oh, whichever one I need. That's a natural 20. Okay, that's even. So, his name is Rook. Or at least that's where he refers to himself as. There's something to do with Benjamin in there, but you're not sure if that's him or, like, his brother or... Alright. Um... Yeah, I don't think I would dig any deeper because I don't want to. I don't want him to know that I was like reading his thoughts or anything. Yeah. All right, uh, I will then just, I guess, cut my spell if I can't get anything else. I will keep my link open as long as I can, though, just in case like there's a random yeah, thought he has. Of listening. Yeah. So. Essentially, you kind you get like a rough indicator that, like, you find out in advance that it's going to be about a three-hour walk. And that you'll be taken, you think, underground. And that there's some sort of plan that's supposed to be happening in like three days. Something happening. But Rook is not that involved in it, so it's more like he's aware of its existence rather than the intricacies. Okay, cool. Before we dramatically <laughs> skip three hours, is there anything else you blinded weirdos want to do? Um, no, I don't think that works. Apart from murder people. I don't think anything else we can do apart from pretty much walk with one arm in front of the other sort of thing. I think I would message all of them to, like, warn them that this is going to be a long walk. And that uh, we're probably going underground. Just to, just so everyone's prepared. I wouldn't tell them anything else, though. I just tell them those things. I can I see anything inside this hood with my dark vision? No. Okay. Inside the hood. Inside the hood, no? Okay. It's a hood. <laughs> There's no blood or anything inside, is there? No. Okay. It's literally just cloth. Okay, Why cloth. would you want there to be blood? I yeah. don't I don't want it to be blood of the thing. So concerned. Yeah, so I will skip magically skip time about three hours. You are especially especially shambles, your head is kinda like pushed down because you're quite tall. Your head's pushed down so you don't smash it against the cave entrance. And you feel kind of the surface underneath your feet change from like sand and sandstone to like cold stone. And you, the air kind of goes, it's a bit more moist than it was in the desert. I hate that word so much. (laughs) Moist. Moist. But you walk for a further ten minutes, kind of occasionally being pushed left and right, and then like... Then they help you climb down some sort of ladder? 
You're not, well, it's not really climb, it's more they kind of shove you down the hole. It's not a very deep hole, it's only like 10 foot, but it's still quite funny because you are essentially just, just kind of gone. And then you are, you hear what sounds like keys. You hear the keys in what sounds like a door open. And the door opens and you are kind of all like shoved into chairs. Like, they're pretty comfy chairs, and it's not like you're tied to them or anything. And you hear the door behind you shut, and they pull off each of your hoods. Now, thankfully, it is not too bright in here. So you don't immediately all recoil from lantern light. But you are essentially sat in, like, a weird cave version of a courthouse. Like, you're all sat on, essentially, one, like, big rock shelf with little chairs behind it. And then there's another one where more hooded figures sit. And then there's like a taller rock where three people... Well, there's three chairs. Only two of them are filled right now. And you kind of look at each other. And then another door opens from the back of the room. And Sanctity is dragged in. And plopped into a chair next to you. Needless to She doesn't look brilliant, honestly. She looks very dazed and very... Annoyed, which is kind of what you expected on that front. Sanctity? Yeah, she's had a fun few days. Sorry, where am I in relation to everyone else? You are now sat next to them. You've kind of been yeeted in the chair by them. Who's next to me? Uh, Dakota. Hug Dakota. Aww. I recoil. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> Sunsi just draws back and just kind of puts her head down and just goes back to praying quietly. Shambles pulls out his prayer book and just holds it tight. Sunsi has right. had a very rough time of it. Uh, I think Varys would cast a message uh, to, like towards Sanctity and be like, are you alright? I'm, I'm not sure. What's going on? And, uh, we're apparently, we're on trial for trying to save you. Um... But I, I don't know how you got here. How did you get here? Where have you been? I, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't remember much of it. All I can remember is, oh, it was horrible. I don't know what it was, but it was horrible. All right. Well, we will, we'll get you out of here. Right? We were, we've been looking for you, so we'll get you Thank out of you. here. And, yeah, we'll, we'll handle this. Uh, and then with that, like, I, I don't know, for some reason I assume the message, like, kind of just works like a text message, so I'll send the emoji of, like, a thumbs up. Like, at the end, <laughs> like, we'll handle this. Thumbs up. Sanxi just sends back the kind of, like, blue face sweat emoji. Essentially, Sanctity's, like, message back to you is, like, very fuzzy in places. It's like someone who's never had to do it before, even though you are 100% sure Sanxi knows what she's doing when it comes to magic. 
Yeah. She's very shaken. She be shook. Shooker. Shooker stood. So what does what does sanctity look like? Has sanctity like got torn clothing, etc.? Uh, probably kind of quite pale for like you know. For, yeah, well, I mean, she's usually just got kind of like brownish skin, but she's kind of like that kind of pale that like you know someone who's kind of not very well. She kind of probably got kind of dark circles under her eyes and her eyes. She looks kind of very tired and um, probably got some like minor cuts and bruises. Yeah, the main thing she, you notice, and her hair, like, her hair is no white. Yeah. There's no like, clove rips. The main thing is there's actually like she like dug her nails into her palms so hard yeah. that there are like little scars in it now. Ooh. Yeah, that haven't really like, healed yet. She she doesn't look like her normal kind of like prim self at all. Yeah, she's she very does not look like she's about to give you a lecture on ethics. No, Can she I... looks like she's going to go and hide under a duvet. Can she's I... not very. Can I cast presentation on um, Sanctity to make him smell nicer and clean up any um, like mud or anything in her hair sort of thing? Okay, now Sanctity looks like a very clean trauma victim. Well done. <laughs> and the smell is of um, eucalyptus and other nice calming things. You smell weird. I was say, like, for sanctity, a calming thing would probably be, like, apple, because it's one of the things that is associated mm. with her deity. Apples apples, and um, eucalyptus to try and make her feel, you know, a bit more safe, even though it's not a safe place. Okay, several of the resistance members on the other side of the room kind of look up and are like... <laughs> they are very confused by this smell. Uh, can we, like... So is there, like, anyone to talk to right now? Or are we just sitting in these chairs? Essentially, across from you is an identical bench with, like, six or seven resistance folk. They look like the basic runs. And then on, like, the higher plinth, essentially, is two in, like, the like forest green robes. Like, everyone is within speaking distance if you clear your throat. They're clearly uh, waiting on the third member of the top area. Yeah, I would. I think I would turn to the you know green-clad um, individuals and be like, "How long have you had our friend, and why? Uh, why are they here?" As I uh, motion towards Sancti. Sancti. Oh, that's her name. Interesting. Sancti was. Don't ask prisoners things. Huh? Look, we. Honestly, your friend was a mistake. Then let her go! That's why we brought her out to you lot. So You've been looking for her, right? Yes. Since we had to retrieve you to stand trial anyway, we thought kill two birds with one stone provide you with your friend. That way we're not letting her out into basically what is... A stone's throw from the waist at night, in the dark, alone, cold, and terrified. Right. And, uh, so last episode you told me I do know a bit about the Resistance, right? That I, I basically know that they're kind of working towards what I'm working towards, but are just way more in screwed a shit up. shit way. Yeah. Just in a terrible... Um, so... 
would I know, like, who their boss is? Like, would I kind of have an idea of, like, who we're waiting for? I assume we're waiting for, like, the guy who's in charge. Essentially, what the main thing you know is that the Resistance is mostly a group-led thing. There's no, like, sole leader. But there is kind of a higher council known as the Spoken. Which consists of five members. You didn't actually know their names up until now, but you're since you heard Rook talk about Knight and Bishop, you're assuming it's all to do with chess. And the others are one of those pieces. You also know they don't really make mistakes. Uh, yeah, so with them saying that they made a mistake, uh, I would jump on that and be like, as I've worked with you, I've not, I've not worked with you, but I've seen your work in action before. And the one thing you never do is make mistakes. Even when you do horrible things, you always say you're doing it in the name of something. So what do you mean our friend was a mistake? Look, you weren't meant to be in the inn that night, okay? They pre-marked, some of the newer members pre-marked the locations. And they clearly marked the bed that your friend slept in. It could have been you if you'd switched beds. Why was it marked? Uh, about two days before you lot showed up. And why? Because we had been told that a noble's, noble's family would be staying in the inn that night. Well, why weren't they? Something to do with the prison break. Santi puts her head back down. <laughs> uh, I, I, at this point, I would kind of just be like, well, we refuse to say anything until this council is formed. Uh, where's your boss? Or whoever I am council. For? I'm council. Shambles. Shambles were refusing to say anything until their boss gets here. Okay, and then we found ourselves not guilty. No, Shambles, shh. Yeah, the two that are up there kind of look at each other and go, that's that's fair. Knight will be along in a minute. He just had to attend. Nice. It's he morning. Was, he was in another meeting. It's morning. The one known as Bishop kind of looks at you, and you can't see much through his hood because he hasn't taken it down yet. But you do just see two bright red glowing eyes just staring at you. Shambles. I return the gaze with my glowing green eyes, with no fucks given. Like Shambles. what? Shambles is my clients. <laughs> I jab shambles in the ribs. <laughs> An involuntary snort of smoke comes out of his nostrils. Make a wisdom saving throw, shambles. Do they take off my gag, by the way? A wisdom saving throw? Yes, they have. And yes, um, wisdom saving. Not good for not, not good for shambles. Where? Wisdom saving throw. Uh, that is a fifteen. Um. Plus one, sixteen. Okay, you take half damage. 
Because the gaze stays, the gaze has stayed on shambles, and you feel a you you feel essentially a spike of agony in your mind. Because this guy has just mind spiked you, and as much as your studies as a sorcerer means you're fairly good at resisting these kind of things, this guy is like outright aiming for the most sensitive bits. He's like pulling up memories of you burning that building down. Your loved ones, people accusing you. And you take... Well, you take eight points of psychic damage. And the million points of trauma damage. <laughs> Would I have noticed this happening? Since you I basically see Shambles recoil. Oh, and I, I mean, I'm a psychic like sorcerer, so I feel like I would you, notice it. Um... Yeah, you feel something pass between the pair of them. And this was Bishop, right? Red eyes. Yes, it's Bishop. Uh, I would Chad's like making to... a hit list, everyone. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna mark that down. And, uh, uh, I do know since I know about mine. Like, I don't know what happened to him, right? So I'm just gonna wait. Yep, I just want to know. Concerned. They do offer you food and drink. It's like mini sandwiches. Uh, Barris doesn't take any uh, food or oh. drink from them. Sorry, I just thought of a question I have. Huh? Does Sanctity have all their stuff with her? Uh, yeah, they gave you back all your stuff when they shoved you back in the room. Alright, oh, um... Right, what, what's my equipment again? As you kind of sit there. The door, but San, you're sat closest to the door and the door behind you kind of slams open into the back of your chair. And you're like, no, fuck. And the guy you assume is Knight from the conversation that's been going on around you, who is in blue robe for some reason, kind of strides through. And they take off their hood and you realise... You realize, like, the hood is way bigger than it should be because this person has a tiny head. <laughs> and you're like, uh. <laughs> they, they essentially look like a weird golem. That's that's how I describe Like, they look it's like, like golem or golem. As in. Alright, <laughs> uh, not a stone creature. Yeah, not a stone creature, more like a tiny mole rat man. Well, you're not sure tiny. what gender it is, or whether it conscribes to society's gender norms. So I'm just going to use they. And strides in and then scurries up to take its place. They very much kind of like, go like, spider crab and walk across to get there. They're like, da 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 But from the way some of the other Resistance people recoils. You don't think it would be a good idea to laugh. I laugh anyway. The entire room looks at you as if you're crazy. If. <laughs> Including Rook. <laughs> Rook and Bishop. They're both like, what the fuck? And one of them kind of gets like... It's not really a gavel, it's more like a skull. And they like slam it on the table. Oh, 
Chaos! <laughs> this trial just, will just imagine now... a tiny version of the skull hammer from Wind Waker. Essentially, yeah, it's like burp, burp. in before it's a squeaky toy. <laughs> this trial will now come to order. The accused, this group of idiots, minus the one on the end, known as. Dakota Aron, Shambles, the pyromaniac apparently, Sands, who has a dickish father-in-law as far as we can tell, and Varus the Great, I say with quotation marks, stand accused of the following crimes. The murder of three of our own, Obstructing the resistance goals and supporting Vorer and his continual slaughter of the innocent. Objection! They were not innocent! That's not who I was referring to. Objection denied. How am I doing? Shit. <laughs> Great shambles. Great. You just see Varys just rubbing his temples already. <laughs> Yeah, Bishop takes off their hood and you realise they're a drow elf. And she's just sat there like, head in hands already. Just like, what the fuck? I'm warming like, up. She, she's missing an eye. How do you plead before we begin? All my clients plead not guilty of I literally grab Shambles is like dragon. Like draws and I just close it with my hand, like like taping a crocodile's mouth shut. Pretty much, <laughs> I'm just holding it but... and I stand up. And I go, we the defendants plead not guilty on the grounds that these charges are meaningless. Are you saying that? I take it the dragon man does not represent you. I do. Not the dragon, the dragon itself can barely represent the dragon, so no, the dragon does not represent the group. Okay, in order to make this fair for your group, uh, Zan, do you, does the dragon represent you? Uh, Dakota, does this dragon represent you? I don't think the bumbling idiot represents anyone for himself. Okay, take note, the dragon's remarks will be struck from the record. Shambles looks very sad. I, I release the... and I, I send a message to Shambles and I go, Next time, Shambles, next time. Shambles and FYI to the dragon sorcerer, if you continue to speak out of turn, you will be muzzled. And if that doesn't get the point across, we'll cut your tongue out. <laughs> Shambles starts to cry. <laughs> Please do not get the defendant bench wet. Maybe. I wish I'd get sleep now. Someone give Shambles a colouring book. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pull out my the train that Dakota gave me. And I hand it to Shambles, and I go, entertain yourself. Shambles up to the up and down the bench. 
Charles is meant to an acolyte who is studying of art of fire. You've turned and you turned him into an idiot. <laughs> you turned him into a toddler. What the you hell? You turned him into a toddler. What? <laughs> you turned him into a You named him Shambles. What did you yeah. think was going to happen? I love him, though. I love him dearly, so I can... You spent the entirety of the first episode denying the definition of arsonist. <laughs> like a two-year-old is losing an argument. You've met me, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the others kind of... The Bishop... Bishop, <laughs> Bishop Rook and Knight kind of, like, discuss amongst themselves about this chaos whilst you lot hand out trains and bicker. <laughs> and Knight turns again, it's like, their party member Sanctity is exempt from these charges due to a mistake by one of their recruits death glaring at one of the people in the crowd. You can't really see, mainly because they've shrunk down so much to like hide behind someone's legs. She was not present at the time of the crimes, therefore is exempt from these for now. If evidence comes forward proving her involvement or prior crimes against the resistance, these will be revisited. They plead not guilty. I am unsure whether to accept the end of that remark from Varus into the record. Well, it should be accepted, as it was your own mistake that caused all of these dominoes to fall. So if anyone should be standing trial, it should be you lot. Or the fool yeah, in the crowd. Sanctity kind of, like, just um, takes a deep breath, stands off, and it's just like, uh, if, you're going to, if you're going to put all of the... Uh, all of my companions on trial for this. I feel like you should be held to account for your own mistake. It's quite a mistake to kidnap someone. And quite illegal. I mean, the people involved have already been dealt with. Not- and Kind of the crowd parts and you realise the guy that was hiding is missing a hand. Not by my law. We do not- we do not simply do that. Well, he is one of our own, therefore he is subject to our laws. If he is one of your own, then you should answer for him. Arguably no, because we believe that the individual's actions should carry their own weight. If he is acting on your orders. He we would not have done anything to do his job no. properly. He did not. I was going to Thanks. be kind and leave you out of this verdict, but clearly, since you have such a mouth on you, you can be involved as well. Kidnapped me. Tracked previous statements about sanctity. This, there's like one like like lizard folk in the corner, like writing away with a quill. Shambles. Arathine will see that it, these good things are put in right. Shambles goes up a little bit of friction and gently sends the train down to Sanctity at the end of the bench. Rook stares you dead in the eye. Sanctity and goes, Arathine can't hear you here. She will. Why didn't she get involved sooner? Been here for That's a week. none of your business. That's for me to know. Maybe you should pick a better god. Sanctity kind of looks like she wants to stab someone, but doesn't. <laughs> Because you're sensible. Because she knows that it is not would be frowned upon by Arafine. Okay, I... The way this is going to go, I would like to hear 
a member of your party's account of what happened on the day in question. However, it will be a member of the party we choose, not you. It will not be the Dragon Man. Shambles doesn't even look up. Shambles is still depressed. But Shambles does say, give him a train back. Sanctity gonna give him his train back. Um, Sanctity has not noticed the train, but she kind of looks at it and it just turns it around and just pushes that over. Shambles starts playing with Rihanna again. How many this is where we've gotten with this? <laughs> like dramatic court scene and Shambles is playing with a fucking train. <laughs> For now. Dakota. Oh, shit. Please step forward and describe what happened at the barn, please. What happened at the barn? Do not lie. A bunch of idiots kidnapped some children, and we dealt with them. Dealt with how? Please elaborate. Painfully. Did you speak to them? They didn't seem like the speaking kind. Did they attack you first? The ones outside the barn did. Roll deception. I am. Um, they didn't, they would have stood there. Uh, that is. plus. 16. How did they attack you? Well, I wasn't outside. So how do you know they attacked you, then? Because that's what Varys said, and Varys would never lie. Because obviously, if they attacked you first, then we will reduce the murder charge to self-defense. But if this claim is not true... Varys? Did they attack you first? Well... It all depends on your definition of the word attack. For they did attack us first, as they took our friend. And I believe that a taking of one of our own party members constitutes one hell of an attack on an entire group. And thus, all of our actions were led from that. And thus, you know, us killing those three of your members, you should really look at that as a win, as they were clearly not good at their jobs, as they took our friend. I will point out that your deedling friend here did shank someone in the throat and he bled out in front of three children. Self-defense. Exactly. Weren't you invisible? Also, I'd like to bring Champions into question the hero, the witness, as they had just seen a horrific incident. And really, can their memory even be trusted? For they, obviously, were under a lot of grief. And thus, I don't know if I even believe what they said. Shambles tugs on um, Varys' cape with him, points at his head as he wants to speak without being able to be heard. And you do that in front of the entire court. Yeah, that's... They're just like, yeah, fine, the toddler wants to talk to Varys. I, I say, I use a message and I go, yeah, Shambles? If... How could I have seen him if he was invisible? How do I know he was? I cast Eldritch Blast on on shambles for getting Dakota's gender wrong again. I said they. You can't hear this, but... I said they. No, he said him. 
Apologies. No! I will get you the right bench, so I do apologise. But, but my point still stands. Uh, with that, uh, I'll say back to uh, Shambles. She stabbed someone in the neck, and then di the person died right there in front of them. So the fact that they were invisible before that doesn't really play into this at this moment, Shambles. We're gonna we're gonna eviscerate the witness, though. That's the plan. I just wanted that you know that they couldn't see what they can't see. Bit of a darkness cloud that was there. Yes, Shambles. I know. I was in the darkness cloud. I'm the one who killed him, and then you released the darkness cloud to swing your flaming axe at him, and that's when he ran away. Remember? Remember that? I would have killed him, and he kept him in darkness and wouldn't be able to do anything. But then you decided, I want to swing a fiery thing. Play you with your guys, brain. Obviously, you, <laughs> obviously, you guys can't see that, but Shambles is smiling, a big toothy grin, the more and more it's, it's reminded to him, and then Shambles just smiles and starts pushing the train back and forth again. You wish to hear from our witness, correct? Yes. Okay. You realize any threats towards said witness will be counted against you, correct? Uh, I do believe that you've already treated us quite hostily here by calling us idiot. The other things you've already said. So you're vain attempts at trying to say that I can't treat this witness as hostile really means nothing to me. This is clearly a kangaroo court, but I'm trying to work within the bounds of what you have going on. I mean, there is a reason there are three of us up here. Rather than one judging. Fair. As much as this I appears as a kangaroo call, it is our intention to try and do this as fairly as possible, hence my willingness to strike off murder charge as it was self-defense. Which is clearly what happened. I the mean, one time I wish that Varys had suspenders. <laughs> your point regarding the mistake is, and counting that as an attack upon your party, is valid. However, the other two charges still stand. The interfering in resistance business is a very loose charge. We don't, you know, work for you. So we had no idea we were interfering in resistance business. We, as I said, were trying to rescue our friend. Thus, again, your charge is meaningless. You can't you accuse realize us. You recognized the Resistance members when you came across the bar, correct? I, I did. That's why I had the intention of rescuing my friend, for I know how you lot operate. So instead of leaving the children there, your paladin friend over Not your paladin friend, my brain is dead. Your cleric friend over there and the one that was apparently singing about dinosaurs? <laughs> I don't know, I wasn't sure. I kind of struck off that part of the witness's account because I thought he'd gone into hysteria. <laughs> no, I sang it! I can do a demonstration for if you could no. allow it! No, denied. I would definitely like to speak to your witness, for I know that this man had long since fled by the time these things had occurred. So, these accounts that you are making seem to be a little too accurate for what you should know happened. 
Okay. Can, can I make an insight check on the person who is talking to us to see if that was the voice that was talking to me in Varys? Yes, you can. Uh, ooh, 18. No, but you recognize it as something... You think it's someone you've heard before in your childhood? It's one of the people that you've probably come across. Like, you know, like, your family always had, like, those parties and social events and things, and you got to listen through the floor. You think you've heard that voice from there? Alright, we will call our first witness to the stand. Or the rock. I don't really know. I don't know why we use the term stand. It's literally just a big rock. And Kuro steps up. Shambles. Ignore tug- that comment. Shambles tugs on Ferris' shoulder again. Where's the I, I, giggle. I giggle at that comment. He was saying them, sorry. It was saying that all the time. Kuro kind of steps up and he's... His hands are shaking and he kind of like looks between you lot, like the judges, and just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like he's watching a game of tennis, but, you know, he's naturally terrified and he's like... Proceed? And they kind of look at you as if, go ahead. First question. How are you feeling today there, hero? My name is Kuro. Kuro, hero. I, I, I mean, I'm quite scared, honestly. Interesting, interesting. Uh, on the day in question, how are you feeling? Uh, the day before or after the incident, sir? Well, I mean, uh, we'll say... After the incident, I put air quotes around it. Well, Bishop gives you a look of, don't push it, mate. I, I mean, af- afterwards, I, I was scared and sad and angry. So your emotional state, you would say, was one of not good regard. I mean... I, I could say the same of you, sir. Considering well, you, you've lost, like you had lost your friend, so your state of mind was probably not brilliant either. Very good, very good. Um, so you say that you saw us do all these things. I saw the first half. The second half of the statement isn't mine. Hmm. Uh, where where would you say that that uh, second half came from then? The other witness? There's a second witness. Yeah. Well, then I really don't need to speak to you too much there. Uh, I turn to Sans and I go, do you want to ask him? Like, with a message, so I'm not just saying it's in front of the, like, whole courtroom. Just quickly, like, um, do we have anything, you have any reasons that we could, uh, rip our, you know, freedom from this guy? Well, I hate to turn, I'm not even going to turn to shambles, no. I'm not going to put the courtroom through that. Uh, I will... Shavels, Shavels hand Varys a pipe from his backpack. Why? 
point it at people, it looks more effective. No weapons in the courtroom. It's a pipe. Pipe can be a weapon. I found the source of the ticking. Oh, <laughs> <my God>. <laughs> no. <laughs> for for the record, Sanctity has got her head down and is praying, you know, very furiously and quietly, and it probably doesn't notice anything you say to her. It's kind of clutching her kind of amulet to her kind of up to her mouth. You can't really hear what she's saying. Uh, I, I do have one last question. Can you recount to me your, uh, you know, remembrance of this incident? I don't use the air quotes at a time, and I kind of gave a dirty look towards Bishop when I don't use the air quotes. He kind of raises his eyebrows to say, I mean, I thank you, but also I see you, little shit. <laughs> no time. I think you're cool, psychic, and shit up there. I'll fuck your world up. Kura kind of, I did not recommend it. <laughs> Kura kind of like, he wrings his hands and he's like, oh, okay, so I, I, I wasn't part of the team that like picked up the children or your friend by accident. I'm, I'm sorry you got involved, miss. It wasn't intentional. I mean, one of them is dead and the other one's missing a hand, so. probably be dead if I was involved anyway. <laughs> but, um, I was sent along with the other three to go guard the, um, guard the barn, and to wait until the other group came back to collect the other kids. So we were basically just keeping an eye on the kids, making sure, like, they weren't overheating in the desert, which is why we had them inside. You know, keeping them fairly happy and things. And, uh, we were... I think we'd been there for three hours, maybe? And... I mean... Tom and Harry were... One of them was inside with the kids. Like, we took it in turns looking after them. Yeah, Tom was in... Tom was inside, Harry was round the back, and... Myself and Richard were at the front entrance. Are they seriously um, Tom, Dick, and Harry? Yes! <laughs> oh my god. I was like, is someone gonna notice that or I'm just gonna get away <laughs> with this? My aunt used to have cats, three cats called that. But we were there and it was fairly quiet, we didn't notice anything out of the ordinary, and then. Uh, I, I don't know, maybe my memory's fuzzy, like you say, but I don't remember any, like, physical attack until, like, this... I couldn't see at all. I was, like, in this dark void, and I could hear what sounded like... I could hear what sounded like Richard being, like, torn apart. And, like, I could feel, like, the shadows came for me as well. Like they tore through my clothes and things, but when the magic, when like the darkness stopped all of a sudden, I kind of turned and I saw this like the the dragon man over there brandishing his like weapon that he lit on fire for some reason, and he was char charging towards me, 
And I was going to try and dodge, but he just missed entirely and slammed into the <laughs> barn, which started to catch fire. I, I assume you got put that out. But kind of whilst all this was happening, I basically just made a run for it. Uh, with that, I just turn away from the witness and I turn up to the three uh, and I go, so what you're saying is your first witness saw the idiot of our party swing their flail and accidentally almost burn down a barn. Okay, so some property damage maybe. That's all I hear in that. Shambles does hold his hand up saying like, and for that I am very sorry. And he's for that he's very sorry. <laughs> One of, you think it's Rook kind of looks over and goes, yeah, you are missing the fact that Richard got torn to pieces? I didn't do that. I, like, uh, pull out a pencil, and I, like, I show that I can't, like, even break it, and I go, does it look like I could tear, any of us could tear someone to pieces? Like, I don't even know what he's talking about. I didn't see anyone get torn to pieces, I'll tell you that much. I mean, it was magic darkness. Huh? So who knows what happened in there? I don't know at all. Uh, make me a wisdom saving throw, Chad. Right. Uh, that is uh, 19 plus 1, so it's a dirty 20. You feel Bishop try to probe your mind. Uh, uh, with that, well, if he's trying to probe my mind, I will then psychically, I will cast Mental Barrier as well, just without, just a, just a mental F or middle finger to Bishop going, fuck you. <laughs> just, and that's the only, like, because it's, uh, I cast, like, a repeating thought over and over, and it's just literally the image of Varys constantly just raising his middle finger over <laughs> and over, like just a, a gift format. Just over and over, just constantly the middle finger to Bishop. Just a looping gif. You do hear a snarl from up there. <sighs> right, before... Right, uh... Hero, why don't you go lie down or something? You look like you're about to pass out. Unless you have any further questions for him. Why would I have any questions for someone who knows nothing and offers nothing to this uh, trial in question? I mean, you are welcome to try and probe his thoughts to get the exact memory of the day if you wish, but... I think his accounts are pretty accurate. He was attacked by something in Magical Darkness that wasn't any of us, obviously. Uh, he saw our idiot dragon swing his mace and accidentally almost burn down a barn, which I put out, I will say. You're swing welcome. Swing his mace at him, I will point out. At him. He hit the he hit the barn. Nothing actually hit His incompetence this. does not put away from the fact he was attempted assault. No, you know. I Shambles hold up the train. And put that again. I have no further questions for your useless witness. Well, I look forward to seeing you read the documented account written by our lead magic users who probed his memory entirely. Can you have a copy of it for the, for the record, please? 
It's in it's in the record pack. You just haven't looked at it because you've been running your train over it. Shambles gives the train. It's like back. the compass. No one asks, so you don't know. Shambles gives the train back to the Dakota and starts reading through the through, through it quite literally. Puts on a pair of glasses on the end of his snout and starts reading. Yeah, it's like there's like etchings of where the bodies were. There's like a little map of the barn. There's a timeline of events. There's kind of what information they've collected on you. Yes, There's a detailed court martial report about the two individuals who fucked up and took sanctity. One of which was boiled in oil, fun fact. Mm. And the other sanctity one is not happy about that. that. Yeah, well, you're praying. <laughs> yeah, I know. She, she's still not happy about it. I sit down on the floor in the middle of the courtroom because I never went back to my seat originally and my feet now hurt, so I sit down on the floor. Uh. Ah, that's happening. Before, like, they can. They go to start calling their second witness, but before he can even raise his little skull hammer. He... Someone... They don't even have, like, the fancy robes. They're clearly just, like, a servant or, like, a really, really basic member. Kind of bursts through the courtroom door. Freezes in place because he realises court is in session and he's interrupting it like a moron. And he kind of goes, I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but, um, there's kind of an emergency that we need to tend to. We could really use all hands on deck. Um, I mean, I don't think you want me to say it in front of these lot, so do I have permission to approach the bench? Yeah, this is... Looks like, like, a 15-year-old. Like, a 15-year-old gnome. Like, they are tiny. They are a tiny bean. <laughs> Dakota's eyes, like, tap it something so small. Yeah. Who's kind of sprinted in and has what looks like like surface white wounds on their arms and legs. And they kind of sprint up to the bench and they're like and they start whispering to the council. That's why they should never go gnome alone. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing smites you. But your train does, like, make an annoyed toot. <laughs> I can help it. Yeah, as he whis- as, like, the gnome whispers to the bench, you- because, like, only really- only really Rook has, like, skin tone that you can actually see pale. Because, you know, the other one's Gollum. And the other one's missing an eye and there's so many scars on her face that it's kind of hard to tell what she's meant to be doing at the time. But Rook, like, fully pales. He goes, We will have a recess in this court session. I I highly recommend everyone reports to their normal stations and awaits instructions. Objection! What? We need to finish this so we can get out of here. Everyone else is dismissed, you lot stay here. I have a proposition. 
and you see like you see Knight be like I don't you see like Knight scowl and like start arguing with him and then the three of them are bickering essentially. Whilst this gnome stands at the bottom like eek. Shambles gradually filters. Shambles just like leaned forward on the bench intently looking ahead. Uh, Rook steps down and is like, they all step down actually from like the high bench bit. And they're like, look, personally, the arguments you've made thus far are fairly convincing. Like, obviously, we'd have to take into account some of your past misdeeds when it comes to the Borer charge. But obviously, that doesn't apply to all of you. And we'd be here for a while. And personally, considering they were dumb enough to mix up your friend with a literal child, I'm willing to kind of let this one go. If you help us out here. Help you out. We will give you passage into the waste, which is where you've been heading as far as our intelligence shows. And you see like Knight is like like grabbing the guy's arm like shut up. I poke my tongue at Knight. Knight pokes his tongue at you, it's horrible. It's all like bleh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you passage into the waste and free you of all crimes here and prep you with supplies for your journey if you assist with an incident that has just occurred. What's the incident? Shambled the uh, concerned. Apparently, according to our friend here, the gnome kind of waves. But clearly she doesn't know that you lot are on trial for stuff, so she's just like, hi. Aww. How are you? Um, there's a traitor. And we had, we had something that was meant to be occurring in a few days. And one of the crucial pieces for that plan has been stored here for now. This idiot has decided to let it out. In some sort of kamikaze I'm leaving you all kind of way, but probably a way that's going to get a lot of people killed. And considering, like, ten people are dead already, I mean, it's hard enough to get recruitment in this day and age. Like, come on. What do you need us to get for you? Honestly, I don't need it alive. At this point, it can die and we'll move on to a different plan. What is but it? Have you ever heard of a cloaker? Not, not in great detail, no. They're, they're like a subterranean monster that lives in cave systems and is very stealthy and likes to bite people. We were planning to cause chaos at one of well, one of Alaric slash Vorez kind of mage meetings, which tend to occur in like the sewer systems underneath the city. We were going to let that loose, 
do as much damage as we could and see if we could get some political prisoners out. However, some idiot has decided to let out in the middle of our underground fucking base. Hmm. I'd like you, if you find it and kill it, you are scot-free. Why shouldn't we just let it kill you? Because it'll probably kill you as well, and you don't know the way out. Fair enough. And you can't get into the waste without our assistance. Well, why should we trust you then? Because out of everyone in that courtroom, this is Rook talking, I'm probably the only one who would have voted innocent. And Knight, Knight and Bishop are both there like, dick. Uh, I cast a message to San uh, to say, like, as as I feel that we're the two like most in charge of this group at this moment, the most stable head on our shoulders. No offense to Sanctity, but they've been like <laughs> off on the rails for a while. Sanctity needs a nap for a while, yeah. then they'll be back on it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I cast a message to San uh, saying, "Is this our best plan? Do we think?" I, I mean, I don't think we we could maybe take them down here. But I think we could just maybe kill this thing and get out of here. I got nothing if you got nothing. Uh, with that, I feel that Varys would then... Uh, but I feel Varys would step forward and go to Rook and say, I, I point us in the right direction, then, and we'll handle your problem. Sanctity probably comment along the lines of kind of, yeah, like, okay, I'll do it, but like, if you betray us, you will feel my, you will feel my wrath. Rook looks at you, Sanctity. And you know the, um, the glowing, like the eye glow that you have. Mm-hmm. You kind of blink, and then for a second you see it in his, and then they're gone again. So she kind of nods her head. I, if you succeed, and I hope you do, I will meet you at the gate. Very well. And I will give you passage into the waste and any supplies you've got. These two, Bishop and Knight, will remain with the others and try and shore up a defensive plan in case everything goes wrong. As far as I can tell, follow the blood trail. And you kind of look down and you realise the gnome that ran in is like bleeding from the bite wounds and is left like a trail. The moment I hear follow the trail, I go follow the trail. Okay, Dakota is left. <laughs> Sanctity is kind of like just looks up Rook for a moment longer and then turns to go after. <laughs> just like, bye! Shambles um, lets two, pu- two long streams of smoke pour out of their nostrils before as if it's good. Hmm. And heads off to um, help as well. I think uh, Varys would look at the three of them and go, I was going to win that case, and we were innocent. Uh, Before he grabs the train off of the bench that they were sitting at and puts that back in his bag real quick and then heads off to follow the blood trail. (laughs) You hear Knight shout after you, No, you wouldn't. Just, once again, I just throw a middle finger up on my way out towards Knight, my now nemesis, who I will kill eventually. 
Okay, noted. Nobody, nobody casts psychic stuff on our dumb dragon except for me. That's my job. <laughs> and Bishop did that. Oh, yeah. Knight also sucks. He does also suck. I will confirm. So Dakota is like 30 feet in front of all of you. Just skipping along, following a blood trail. I'm going to let Dakota stay up front. I know Dakota might be a child, but they, they're pretty tough, so I will let her stay up front and kind of just monitor from behind. Essentially, you kind of weave your way through this cave network, and you pass by the occasional, like, doorway into another room, like, one looks like an armory, one looks like a library, one looks like sleeping quarters. Though obviously no one's sleeping right now. There's, like, one guy sat in there aggressively tying his shoelaces in a hurry. Failing, having to retie them, then ties them together and falls over. No. So, you know, he's out the right day. And as you follow the blood trail, it kind of gets fresher. And the smell starts to, like, take up the entire corridor as you go your way through. Oh, please, that little gnome. Well, you realise it's not think just it's all from the gnome at this point. Oh. Because you step into like you think it's like meant to be the mess hall or something but all like the benches have been pushed aside and are being like set up with like shields and spears and things and there's a couple bodies in the corner that have been kind of covered with a top. Now it's just a bloody mess Yeah, it's a bloody mess I hate you so much You already have inspiration though, so fuck you <laughs> Like, there's bodies and there's what looks like still injured people kind of sat, kind of having to put pressure on their own wounds because everyone's too busy. <laughs> you follow it a bit further and you find corpses that they haven't gotten to yet. You kind of step into what basically looks like a giant, like, wardrobe. Basically, where they keep like all the robes and things. You think it's meant to be like a laundry room or something? Because there's like wash basins in the corner and like all these clothes laid out and various like brushes and things to I don't know get demonic cat fur off. I don't know what they get up to. I do because I made them, but also I don't. <laughs> but essentially. You kind of step in and there's like all these clips and things, but the trail ends in this room. Uh, since the trail ends in this room, when we reach the end of the trail, uh, I'd like to cast uh, Detect Magic uh, to see if I can see anything, like any other kind of like magical trail or anything like that, or an aura in this room. Mm, there's magic around like the clothes and the like the robes and things and the washboards but there's not really any like aura around a particular object or anything I want to look up at the roof just in case it's on the roof because we missed that last time <laughs> there was something on the roof last time there was a vampire on the roof last time <laughs> And we, like, we stood under it for like 10 minutes. You did, and I was like... <laughs> so I look up at the roof, just to make sure there's nothing above us. Okay, uh, just give me a perception. Uh, 
That's a three. <laughs> oh wait, no, sorry, it's in that one, so it doesn't matter. Okay, one. Okay, um... What happens on this? Let me think. I walk into the I walk into a pile of clothes and knock down the shelf. No, what you do essentially is you kind of stare at the ceiling and you're like, that ceiling is dirty. So you get like a wet sponge out of one of the wash basins and start trying to clean the ceiling. Do I have to stand on something? Because how short I am. Yes, you, you climb you, on like a wardrobe at the ceiling. Yeah, you're yeeting a sponge at the ceiling in an attempt to clean it. And San, make me a dexterity saving throw. Sorry, Sam. Look at this fucking clown. Um, that's 16. Okay, you dodge the sponge that nearly hits you in the face. <laughs> Not what I expected to say when making this session, honestly. Is it so many things? Does any session ever go how you expect? Um... I mean, the second one went mostly to plan. We clearly aren't worth trying hard enough. Well, the end section was entirely improv, because I didn't think that Chad would keep using detect thoughts at the fucking sky. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally just meant to be a DM joke, and then it when turned I, into roleplay. When yeah, I that, make that, a that makes psychic sense. sorcerer, I'm going to go after psychic things. Okay, what, what is your origin? If if it's nothing like backstory spoiler related, you mean my school of magic? Yeah, I'm an aberrant mind sorcerer. Aberrant mind. Yeah. I was gonna say backstory. Chad, Chad never writes backstories. What do you want to have? Yeah. That doesn't reveal anything, but yes, no, that's my school of magic. That's cool. That's a cool school. Like that one. Yeah, there's nothing on the ceiling. Anyone else want to do anything in this room? No. I kick the sponge. Can I? Because it annoyed me. You kick a sponge. Well done. Can I... Can I use Divine Sense? What does that allow you to see? Uh, detect good and evil. Anything within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Um, yes, there is. Where? There is an aberration about 20 foot from you amongst the road pile. Okay, so I, I relay that to everyone saying, It's over there. Rope of death. And just kind of, I, I just kind of draw my my sword and ready my shield. I can hear a lot. Uh, of since they away. pointed to the rope, can I use Mage Hand to try to pick up the rope that they pointed at? I mean, there's a pile of them. It's in the pile. Do you want to pick up the pile? You could set the pile on fire. That's always an option. Oh, I actually have a spell that can do that. Shambles opens his mouth and you can see the smoke begin to form in his nostrils. I slap Shambles. Oh. No fire. I no, no, Dakota. I think this is... One I time, think that I think this is right, and I like turn to shambles and go. I think fire is the best option here. Turn to shambles, we go. Burn it down, baby. Shambles closes his mouth and says, "I'm gonna use." Well, shambles is gonna use his new cantrip, create bonfire. 
I knew you'd get that. Amazing! <laughs> I was going to tell a tribute, but this is fine. You are right. I think. Risk of in range. Um, anything which isn't being worn or carried sets, gets catches on fire. You, you That's the such a shambles. Um, okay. What's your spell save, DC? Uh, it's a dex saving throw. Uh, you've got to be a dex save of nine. Your dex is nine? No, but no, I don't think it is always, but it is well, for that. Well, you have a minus one to dex, don't you? Well, if, if I'm casting acid flash, if I'm casting acid flash, the dex saving throw is 13. But it's nine for Great Bonfire because it's wizard. Oh, it's intelligence. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> the shambles is stupid. Yeah, that worked out quite easily. What shambles is intelligent modifier? Shambles intelligence. Um, minus one. It's eight. The fact that Dakota's more intelligent than you. It is kind of concerning. Shambles is chaotic good. Shambles hasn't been outside the temple until he... Um, and I have the mindset now. of a seven-year-old. Shambles has also not be, I've been outside the temple until recently, but... <laughs> Shambles was... Okay, so... Well. As you set fire, you set... You make a bonfire in this pile of robes. One of the robes kind of shakes itself loose, and you realise it wasn't a robe, it just looked the same as it, and launches itself out of the fire. It basically looks like a giant flying manta ray. Is it on wait. fire? No, it's not. God damn it. Because it won the save. But it's a giant flying manta ray with, like, a fucking demon fish head, essentially. But with that, I am going to say you need to roll for initiative now. Uh, 16. 8, all in. 16. Again, 11. Uh, out of... Alex... Alex Naley, who has the higher dex modifier. Uh, mine's a plus 2. Mine's a... 0. Okay, so Alex. Cool. What did you say you got, Matt? Um, eight, all in. Yep, so you're last. Mm. Yes, you rolled a 19. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, so... Shambles, you set the fire, didn't you? I did. It is going to try and bite you. Okay. So, what is your armor class, please? Armor class is 11. Oh, that's a... Yeah. That's 25 in total. Okay. Um, what size are you, out of curiosity? Let's quickly check. I'm assuming you're, like, fish. medium. Um, I'll make sure I get this right. Uh, I am classed as a medium-sized character, yes. Okay, because cloakers have 
this ability that allows them to essentially attach itself to a target. Sinks its teeth into like your ear and rips out a chunk of your ear doing... It does 10 damage to you with that. I'm not looking so hot right now. But it attaches to you and essentially wraps itself around your face like a fucking alien face hugger. So you can't see or breathe right now. Hmm. And you're going to have to make a strength check on your go to get rid of it. Because it's essentially trying to suffocate you. Okay. Everyone else just sees Shambles' big dragon-y face just get, like, aliened. You're just like... Big gross manta ray. Hmm. Okay. Dakota, what up? Well, he's in the firing line, so that messes up what I had planned. Uh, is Shambles immune to fire or just resistance? Resistant. Mm, he's not got that much health left, is he? He looks sad. As far as you can tell from the flailing hands. If you want to swap turns, I was I think I might have something that can get the... the... You can hold your turn. I think I might have something that can get the thing off of Shambles. Alright, because I, ha- I do have a good idea, so I'm going to hold that. Okay. Hold sex to your next Right. Would turn unholy work here? On me or on Shambles so, or on the thing? On the thing that's the name for it. Channel divinity, turn the unholy. I do have another idea, but that's the one I thought would, might be good first. So you're doing turn the unholy. If that would work on it. Or turn undead. It's turn the unholy. Describe. What does the description say? Oh, uh, let me bring it up. As an action, you can sense your fiends and undead. Each fiend or undead that can see or hear you within 30 feet must make a wisdom saving throw. On failure, it's turned for one minute or until it takes damage. Okay. Um, traditionally, I would say no, because this is an aberration. Okay. However, I... because you did pray, you did do your religion thing earlier, roll me... I was going to say, I could also... Cast protection from evil and good on shambles. Basically, I could let you do the first one, but you'd have to roll and tell me what you get, and I'll decide whether. Uh, I'll probably just go for protecting shambles then, because that one that does specify aberrations. Okay, tell shambles what that does. Okay, so then um, you're protecting it against aberrations. It the creature takes disadvantage on attack rolls, and you also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed. Okay, thank you. I will point out it is on your face. So traditionally, it would normally get advantage, but if you don't manage to throw it off, then it will have just a standard roll. I'll have them nullify each other. I think I have a way to get it off its face. Uh, Ailey, you can move or something if you still want to. I- I'm just checking my list of things I can do. Yeah, because that's a spell rather than... Yeah. So you can move. That's kind of what you can do. Okay. You can't, like, throw a weapon, right? 
And I can't attack. No, you've used no. your main action. I'll probably just back off a bit then. Okay, uh, Sam, what do you want to do? I'm... Uh, I'm just going to cast light on my quarterstaff again, because it glows to the floor again. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that as a bonus, so if you still want to attack or something, you can. Um, in that case, since he's not looking too great, can I cast Cure Wounds on Shandles? Yes, you can! Roll to see how much health you give him. 1d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Again, I feel I should know this, but is that my wisdom modifier, or...? Yeah. Alright. Your wisdom. What's your proficiency? Uh... What is my proficiency? 32. That's level 2. Right, so... That's... 5 on the dice, 5 wisdom modifier, and 2 proficiency, so 12. You get 12 health, Shambles. Thank you. you! Apart from, you know, the searing agony that is your face right now, the rest of you feels great! I'm pretty much don't really, healed. don't really want Shambles to die. Yeah. Who would you pick on then? I've bopped him. It's like parental correction type thing. Parental correction. San, San is not practicing because he probably won't hit his own kid. <laughs> uh, Dakota, are you wanting to go? Well, it's Varus's. It'd be Varus's turn, I feel, wouldn't it? Yeah, but haven't you held your turn? Oh, oh yeah, okay, so... Yeah, I'll go next then. Um, so it's, like, stuck on his face? Yeah, it's on his face. You want to hold your turn for one more go? I have a way I think you might make it leap or let go of his face. Yeah, it's Varus then shambles, so... You could I'll, see I'll if Varus's if, thing I'll works, and it's... I'll see if Varus can get it off, and if not, Shambles might just have to take some collateral damage. Go on then, Alright, um, so I would like to uh, see this situation and see this hostile creature, and I would like to cast Calm Emotions on it so that it would not be hostile toward Shambles and thus would let go of him and not want to bite him anymore. Hopefully, a cloaker. And my spell save is 14. That's a 15, I'm afraid. Wait, uh, what does protection from good and evil? You know what, because of the protection from good and evil, as much as it applies to shambles, this thing is attached to shambles. I will say it has disadvantage. That's a three. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it is. It is like karma, and it kind of releases its teeth slightly, and it's like. Still, it's not kind of latched on. Yeah, it's not exact. It's right by his face now, but it's not like. Yeah, it becomes indifferent towards. So I just wanted to becomes indifferent towards uh, shambles completely. So basically, pulling it off would not tear chunks out of shambles at this point. Yeah, basically. So he shouldn't have to take a strength saving throw to yeah, get him off. Yeah, it's off your you face just... now. Uh, with that though, uh, then I'll just use a guess rest of my movement to, like, I don't need to be close, so I would try and maybe get back like, on the opposite side of the room. Okay, you go stand next to a pile of wash basins. Basically, yeah. Maybe try and use them as cover. Yeah, you're trying to hide behind them, but, like, a sponge falls down and, like, slides down your face. Very deep slide. 
Very dorky. Uh, Dakota, are you wanting to go now? Or? Yeah, okay. So it's like let go of his face slightly. Yeah, it's like it's not hooked into his face anymore. Right, could I jam my scythe into the top of his head and try and pull it off shambles? Okay, um... Don't miss! What did we say your scythe was? Did we say it was dex or strength? Uh, strength. Okay, so... Make me a dex saving throw first, just to not shank shambles in the eye. <laughs> shambles dies. Because your blood thirst does tend to affect you. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. That's a 21. Okay, you don't stab shambles. Now make a regular attack from the side. So just roll to hit, basically. Yeah, roll to hit it. Seventeen. Oh, to hit it. Oh, okay. I thought you meant yeah. damage, and I was like, fuck off. I did not give you a 17 <laughs> damage scythe. Yes, you uh, hit it. Okay, so damage is 1d10 plus 3. Yes, that's wicked. Ooh, okay, that is 13. Fucking hell, okay. Point out the first damage any of you have done to this thing. <laughs> okay, uh, do you want to move anywhere, or are you fine? Um, I take... Did I pull it off his face, or is it You essentially there? kind of, you get like a hook into one of its wings and kind of yeet it back towards a wall. I, I, I have ideas, so I'm going to move about five feet, five foot to the yeah. side. Shambles! It's on the other side of the room and your face is sore. Also, you saw a side flash before your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Shambles has decided that it's time to embrace his face a little bit. Holding his amulet in one hand, he opens his mouth and screams, For the love of the fox of two tails! And breathes fire. <laughs> okay. Seriously? Seriously. Where are you in it's the opposite side of the room, you said. Yeah. I am. Yeah, Varus is on the opposite side of the room. It's basically like this kind of cavern is you've been stood by the entrance because they had like the piles of clothes near the mm. entrance. Varus is on like the back wall mm. trying to pretend to be a sponge. <laughs> and Kota it... has just hurled it towards like the shower kind of bit. That's what I'm aiming for. Okay, so you'd have to move like 10 feet for your 15-foot cone to work. I've got room for that. Got... Otherwise you're gonna like lightly singe it. I've got movement, yeah. It doesn't matter if I'm in the way, by the way. I'm... Resistant, not immune. Ah... Uh, you're like your paladin. I am... Um, yeah. I can, can I move enough so I, my cone won't hit? I mean, chances are yes, because Dakota has just yeeted it at a wall. Okay. That's what. Then I move so that it doesn't hit um, Sanctity, and I breathe my breath with them. Okay, what is your DC? Uh, Dex 12. Okay, that is a 7. Okay, it's 2d6 fire damage, and we all keep it together, wasn't it? 
Uh, that is six all in. Okay, well done, you mildly toaster thing. I'd like to, um... It basically just glares at you whilst on fire. <laughs> uh, I... Hmm, I can't convert, um, saucy points at this point. It's okay, I shall, uh... I should just be, I should just stand ready at this point. With my flail in hand. Yeah, you'd have to do the sorcery points. I haven't got. I don't. I've never. I haven't actually used a spell slot yet, so. Ooh, I haven't used a spell slot yet. Yet. Mainly because you haven't been allowed to do anything. <laughs> okay, back round. Let me see. Okay, it is going to spend its turn. To do its very special action. Cloakers have an ability called Phantasms. They can use one per rest. The cloaker magically creates three illusory duplicates of itself. The duplicates move with it and mimic its actions, shifting position so it's impossible to track which one is real. It's spending. It basically creates three other versions of itself and has one on each like point of the compass, and they're all just snarling at you with its ugly snapping turtle face. And that's actually its turn because that takes focus. But now there's four for some reason, and we are back to Dakota. Where are they all next to each other, all like spread out? No, one on each corner, one in like each bit of the room. Damn it, okay. Um. Hmm. How, how big is this room? Like, it's a pretty big room, so. Like 40 foot by 40 foot. Okay, yeah, that's a lot of it. I'm going to. I'm just going to agonize and blast one of them. Okay, roll to hit first. Uh, roll me a d4, please, Art. That's a uh, 4. Okay, one of the duplicates disappears. The one on the north side of the room is gone. Okay, nice. Uh, I haven't actually moved, so can I move a little bit closer to another one? You can one, move, or? but you can't hit any of them. Right? No, I won't hit it, but can I move closer to the one opposite to it? And then my yeah, turn. Sure. Okay, I do that then. You walk across the room. Cool. <laughs> Sanctity, there are three of these ugly bitches left. I'm going to use Channel Divinity Sacred Weapon. Okay. Just... Why not? What's wrong with it? Nothing. Do you want me to- fine. Why, do you want me to just randomly attack no, things? Just thinking how this will help you. Apart from anything, it makes- it'll make the room brighter. I will go up to the nearest one and flail your pretty stick of it. It's a fucking huge sword. Yeah, no, now it's it gets, glowing. 
Yeah, and it gets plus two to attack rolls. Okay, that's... You walk up to one with a very bright sword. Cool. Sam. Hello. There are three of them. East, south, and west. Right, okay, I'm going to cast Scorching Ray at all three of them because I make three fucking rays. <laughs> That's a great idea, I love it. That's a smart play, Kerry. If you don't have inspiration already, you can have it. Yay. Okay, um, so I've got to make three ranged attacks. Yes, you do. Right. First one is 19. Okay. So is that a hit then? Roll all three and I'll tell you which one. So that one is 15. Uh, that's a natural 20. Holy dice. Okay, they all hit. Uh, what happens essentially? Roll damage for your nat 20. That's 2 to 6. And then double it. Um, that's 9, so 18. Essentially, you kind of hurl. You basically just kind of aggressively point. You kind of look around at these idiots and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, stop it. And you're like, stop it! And then, like, a ray comes out and just kind of... Uh, three come out and then they just split off and slam into the walls behind two of them. So the one in the east and the south just disappears as this ray passes through it. But the one in the west slams directly into its... It has, like, a white underbelly. Oh, which one was I close to? You were close to... You were close to the west one. Aha! Which is why it didn't disappear when you set light. Because these things can only do stuff in dim light. Good to know. You know, the white underbelly of this thing is now, like, a ugly red. The sand's basically gone, burn, bitch. Burn, baby, burn. Get thee gone. And we are out. Right, so I know where it is now, obviously. Yep, there's only one left. I don't have to mess with that. Um, I I guess then I'm going to uh, cast Mind Spike on it. Yep. Uh, So, you must make a wisdom saving throw. And I'm going to use a sorcery point, and you have disadvantage on this throw. Because I'm going to use uh, what you call my fonts of magic. Sorry, I look up which one that one's called. Uh, heightened spell, and yeah. I'm using three of my sorcery points. So, yep. Let's see what shit this is. Okay, that one fell off the table. That one is 16, and that one is a 3. Nice. Uh, so that's 3d8. You're lucky that one fell off the table, because it's on the floor it was 19. Excellent. And that's that's why you use those sorcery points, kids. Preach into the choir here. Uh, that is a 7, a 5, and a 1, so that is 13 points of psychic damage. Okay, it briefly stops flying for a second, then catches itself. Very much yeah, what the fuck? Exactly. Uh, Varys' eyes just glow green for a second as he reaches out and like a mental spike just cascades. 
And now also it can't hide from me at all. So Yeah, you exactly actually just look at it and go, you suck. And it just kind of falls. Ah, uh, shambles. How far away is shambles really from it now? From the actual one? Like 20 foot. Okay, perfect. Uh, shambles casts a, a level 2 witch bolt. Okay, hit it. Uh, the, um, the, uh, is it a ranged bow attack? Yes, it is. For a shade. Yes. It's okay. not trying to make me do saving throws. It's like an attack. Okay, okay. So it's, uh, that is a 16 plus 5. Yeah, that hits. Okay, it's, uh, does that hit? <laughs> 2d12 lightning damage. I thought you were casting it a level above. Yeah, yeah. It says two. It's okay. That's a crit twelve and a one. Thirteen. Y'all like your thirteens. And because I'm hit, because I hit with it as well, I can just roll the damage straight away. <laughs> I'm going to um, use one of my sorcery points to um, to gain me a second level back as well. Uh, okay. Loco, what are you gonna do with your life, mate? Again, the shit beating out of you. I mean, it could attack me. I mean, it could attack many of you. Oh, I was right next to it. Yeah, but it's not gonna attack the person closest to it. Potentially. Damn it. Let me use that much rebuke, you coward. I use the attack. I use the proposal of trying to play these guys somewhat intelligently. Yeah, I know. I just really want to use Alice Rebuke. Which means that it's going to go for shambles again. <laughs> because these things traditionally try and hunt down the sick and the injured and the weak. And I'm... since it's already done some damage. I'm healthier now, but I was not come in the room. Yeah, but it can sense it on you, mate. It knows that the healing came from elsewhere. My bad, Shambles. <laughs> okay, it is going to go for... It's going to use its multi-attack, I haven't used that yet. <laughs> shambles dies. Okay, Shambles, what is your armor class? Shambles should still be under protect protection from good and evil. Yeah, it's just a long time that, but... Yeah. Okay, so... The tail misses. Hold on, you don't get spiked with the tail. But it does basically, like, rip off half your snout. It literally gets, like, the top bit and just kind of goes... And, like, a bunch of scales come with it. Ow. And you take... Let's see... You can do... And of course, that also loses the um, oh, okay. concentration, of course, on it in the spell. 13 points of damage. Does that shit hurt? Have I lost concentration of that DM as well, yeah? Uh, yes. Okay. If it had been the tail one, I would have said no, but it biting your face is pretty distracting. Yeah. Uh, Dakota, what up? I take it it's not, um, 
latched onto Shambles' face. Yes, decided not to latch onto his face because last time it did that, everyone beat it up. Okay, good old Eldritch Blast. Well, Agonizing Blast. Go on then. I'm also going to use my inspiration because I don't want to miss. Ah. And that would have definitely missed. Ooh! And that was a nat 20. Okay, roll crit, your crit, damage. Crit, 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 crit. Uh, it's double, show. isn't it? It's double the dice roll, not the modifier yeah. roll. Yeah. I, I I know I could change it when I want... Oh, this camera's not picking up, is it? Yeah, it is picking up. So, that's 25. Okay, how does it die? Damn it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> as I fire the Eldritch Blast, and as the bow hits it in the face, its face explodes and covers shambles in guts. I'd like to add to the tape that I did not specify that it had guts. This is what Alex is doing. Okay, like. he gets covered in brain. I mean, you did hit him in the Gore face. and viscera. My point was more, I didn't describe it d- disgustingly. Alex just went for it. Shambles cast presentation on himself to clean himself of the detritus that had now covered him. Oh, and I get um, temporary hit points to kill him. Shambles not not heard, heard of water and soap. I guess. Fair enough, there isn't here. Pretty sure you haven't taken any damage, Dakota. Oh, I, th- I think it's when you kill. Hold on. You gain charisma mod plus your warlock level temporary when you reduce the creature to zero hit points. Uh, it's a fiend, patron fiend feature. Uh, okay. So I am getting more hit points. Every day. Cool. You know, those hit points you'll definitely need after the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case, is Shambles still looking battered? Yes, but like, not more than Usual. they were when you healed them earlier. I'll, I'll cast Cure Wounds again, because the guy's had his face ripped off, so. <laughs> yeah. Shambles got proper gold. Yeah, roll that. Alright. Begin because my memory is apparently for like three seconds long. We now rolled and it went for shambles. Uh, not as good this time, but it's nine. Essentially, Sam kind of picks up some of the scales from the floor and just kind of holds them there whilst they do healing. So your face looks less horrifying right now. If you need healing, more healing, I can help out. I I'm good for now. Thank you very much, though. Thank you, thank you. This is awesome. So, you all stand kind of breathing heavily in a now very dirty washroom. Best place to be. Yeah. I would like to kind of wash. Wash my armor down a bit. Okay, Sanctity has a bath. Forces you all (laughs) to face the corner. (laughs) I mean, just like wipe down my shield and stuff. I was gonna say, San has to very, very hardly leave the room then. Like, <laughs> oh gosh. San sprints. <laughs> it's, what? Part of his, it's part of his religion. He's not allowed to see anybody else but his wife in the bath. I'm not having a bath! <laughs> you are now! God damn it, Kate. I just wanted to wipe my shield down. <laughs> everyone's having a bath except San, who has left the room. Too much nudity in there. Too much nudity, Stands out. 
Shambles realizes it's far too painful to use the soap on his open wounds. You do what? I poke your wounds and I'm like, that looks painful. Does that hurt? I cast mind spike. (laughs) Alright. What's the reaction? What do I what do I need to roll? Is there wisdom saving throw thirteen? I hang up my fucking sensor just to so I have something to focus on, and so I don't have to listen to these idiots. That's a 23, bitch. Okay, you take half damage. Half damage at level 2 spell. Which is, um, uh, f- uh, 40, uh, 3d8, 3d8 damage. Okay. 8, 8, 7. How much does that have? Uh, 23. So, 11. 11. So, I take two points of damage in total after I lose my temporary hit points. Stop poking me. I'll, I'll spike you again. Children. I so wish I had Knock it off. I, I give Shambles a grin with my pokey teeth and leave the room. I'm, ju- I'm just here just with... I've just lit some incense. <laughs> just try and calm myself down. Zan is just sitting out there pretending to read his holy book. <laughs> Gonna... uh, I feel like oh. Varys would like crack off one of the thing's horns as proof that they killed it. You take one of the spikes off its um, tail. Yeah, there we go. Some really have horns. Whatever. Some kind of some item from it. You cut it off. You have a big spike now. You're taking trophies now. (laughs) No, we just have to prove to Rook that we did what we said we did. So. Oh, I think he'll believe us. Better safe than sorry. You look at Shambles' face and be like, "Yeah, fair." Well, I'm glad I'm allowed to say that. Yeah. I'm writing this down by Shambles missing half his snout. Well, it's more like a third of his snout now. It's basically you know, Tyrion Lannister. the other bit on. Oh. Good <laughs> old magical stick. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I just hear that in the tune of Magical Trevor? I'm calling the episode Magical stick now. <laughs> That's happening. Oh, with that I feel like Subtitle, I would go... Stop making me take a bath, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, and begin to return back towards wherever uh, Rook and them were. Am I still in the back? No, you're all, like, out. And... Okay. You basically, you didn't even, like, get naked or anything. You basically just sat in a pool of water and started cleaning your armor furiously. Oh, that's gonna rust! You should have thought about that. magic water. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we established this earlier. There's a slight aura of magic around, like the basin. Because... Yeah, but it could have been a magic basin. Face is a magic basin. <laughs> magic basin. <laughs> magic basin. <laughs> I've already got inspiration. You can't give it to me. Yeah, I really can't. I can't take it away. <laughs> Serious okay. question: Does the DM actually have power to remove inspiration? Oh I'd hell say yeah. Yes, really? if you're being a little shit, then. I think the DM has power to do anything. 
I thought that was just a joke all this time. I think it, um, I think so. If nothing else, the DM would probably definitely have the power to like say no. You're not allowed to use it for that. Watch yeah. out, brother. Yeah, I basically take DM as don't be a giant dick. But essentially, if you say no, it means fucking no. <laughs> I mean, as you kind of walk out of that room, you kind of see everyone. Everyone's kind of calmed down a bit. As far as you can tell, there's a lot of chanting around one guy that's being beaten up. <laughs> Wait, why am I laughing? I'm a holy man. <laughs> <laughs> but you kind of you realise that the courtroom is actually remarkably close to the exit. Because obviously without your blindfold you don't realise they essentially kind of took the same route just in like a square repeatedly <laughs> to confuse you and then took you in. Huh. So yeah, there's like gonna... a draft coming from the right. I'm going to go up to um, like Rook and say kind of right. Rook's outside. Oh okay. I told you we'd meet you outside. Okay I'll go outside then. You can go to Knight and Bishop. I follow Sanctity. Yeah, the rest of the resistance are beating up a guy I don't know. I don't think you'd want to talk to them right now. Sam decides not to try and get involved in the mass beating and follows the other two. You mainly just hear chanting, traitor, traitor. Do we have to drag Dakota with us in case she tries getting in on that? Oh, Dakota! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I go down, I follow them reading my book of pirate language, so, because I need to learn that language. Uh, Varys kind of takes in everything and just looking at all the different uh, members of said cult and everything like that. Just kind of everything that's happening and follows after. You have a very delightful memory. No, you kind of, you emerge out in and it's really dark even though you're pretty sure it's like morning by now. But you realise it's really dark because you are literally stood underneath the mountain range. I've still got my glow stick going. I didn't have a yeah, stop Yeah, still has a glow stick. <laughs> Sans just wielding a glowing staff around, just like, I can see without dark vision, bitches. I don't have dark vision. I know my limitations. But no, you are right by the mountain range. Like, literally, this comes out and you look to your left and there's already, like, a rock wall essentially going up the mountain range. Mm. And Rook is sat on one of the rocks. Just chilling. I go up to Rook and just say, Thank you. Now, will you keep your promise? Oh, glad to see you're not dead. I mean, I'm a man of my word. He kind of gestures and you realise, like, behind one of the rocks next to him is a series of, like, backpacks. They kind of have a bunch of food and, like, fire starters and everything like that. Cool. And also, for some reason, it has a blank piece. Everyone has a blank piece of paper. What? What's the paper for? Uh, it's... I mean, don't speak of it too openly, because I did not tell Knight and Bishop about this. It's something that I think will get you through the way, because... You guys are capable fighters, but I mean, the waist doesn't really challenge your physical fighting ability. It's your head. 
Do you mind? It's your bonds between each other. Understandable. Mm. So, if... Like, two things. One... Uh, Varys, come here. Right. Fair steps forward. You... Right. He kind of cuts his hand. And goes, Do I have permission to draw a sigil on you? It will let you through the barrier. And anyone who's within ten feet of you. Varys allows it. Just angrily he puts out, like, how big a sigil? What do you need? It's small. It's just like, top of your palm. Ah, Varys puts out his hand. I heard the purr. He kind of, he draws it on there and it's, it's... You recognize it as something from, kind of, necromancy. But it's not really your school of learning, so you're a bit more like, um... But it's on your hand and then the blood dries and just kind of sinks inwards. As if nothing was there before. It's like, right, ugh. Look, it's about... If you follow this mountain range for a day, follow it, keep it on your left at all times, you'll get to a lake. Once you hit that lake, there should be a boulder in the shape. Essentially, there was like an avalanche a while ago, and the indentations it left essentially mark like a bird. Like, we've looked at an indentation that looks a bit like an eagle. If you put your hand to the eagle's beak, it should open a passageway through you. Does that make sense? Yes. And you said the sigil will allow all of us to pass through. You yeah, know, as I long as you guys it. are all clumped together, it will open for all of you. If one of you's kind of lagging behind, I'd recommend don't, because it will start to close behind you and suffocate whoever it is within, inside the mountain. We've made that mistake before. Yeah, I think we got the gist of it. Okay, uh... Can you all hand me your bits of paper, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is gonna sound weird and creepy and I'm well aware. But I need you all to drop a bit of blood onto these. Your own blood. Sanctity does stuff. Shambles. Just tips his nose and something else. Shambles does it accidentally just by leaning forward to look at the paper. Like, what do you need? <laughs> oh, thank you, Shambles. You're so efficient. Chunks of nose. Ah! Oh. Ah! You went Burn too it. far. Burn it with fire. You went too far, Ely. <laughs> nice to meet you two. Ferris would pull out his dagger and uh, just, you know, prick his finger. Put a drop on. I would just use my pointy teeth instead. I realise oh Sam God. has no dagger, so he uses the needle from his needlework stuff. I, I have pointy things. Yeah, you basically watch as kind of your blood kind of congeals together and seeps through each bit of paper, leaving for some weird reason it's a hex it's a hexagon like it's a hexagon just there on each paper, right in the middle, like, perfectly. Mm. There's no bleedage on the side or anything. And he kind of, he reaches into, like, his 
coat. And he pulls out a vial of golden liquid. And mm-hmm. he kind of drips a few bits in the centre. And for a moment, you all feel it's weird. You're hyper aware of each other's existence for a moment. <laughs> Mood. Kind of like you walk into a room and then you suddenly realise other people are there and you're like, oh. It's, you are suddenly acutely aware of one another's kind of state of mind. Like, you sense Shambles still is still in pain. You sense Dakota is confused and a bit annoyed. You sense Sanctity is dazed. That Varus is mainly just annoyed. <laughs> mainly mm-hmm. just angry, honestly. And San is just tired. In like Sounds the parental right. way. Long-suffering dad. Hands each bit of paper back to you. And goes, Look, the waste will deliberately try and split you up. Try not to let it. As much as, obviously, I doubt you guys know each other that well, but you are stronger together than you are on your own. And that isn't some cliché thing. I mean, the things in the waste will kill you if you are on your own. Quick question. Out of character. Correct. Uh, who was it earlier that told the, the like, badmouthed yeah. Arathine? Oh, uh, Bishop did. Alright. I was thinking if it was Rook, I'd just be like, see? Bishop badmouth Rook. Yeah. Yeah, no, Rook's, Rook's alright. He's a good lad. <clears throat> I can go. They will notice if I'm away much longer. Over with Arathine's blessings. Just be careful, please. So, I'll try and burn the court record. Smart. Smart. I did that earlier at a prison. Works well. <laughs> oh, so you're the ones who broke out of prison. That cannot well, we be burned that un- nor denied. Okay, if it... Not saying it is you guys, but if it was you guys, I'd recommend that you proceed as quickly as possible because there may or may not be a platoon of guards actively searching each town as they go. We'll get out of here. Good note. That's just hypothetical. Yeah, good note, just, you know, just in case. Just pass it on when you see them, you know. If you happen to run into them, we'll definitely relay the message. You kind of nod and then he Mr. steps out of your eyesight. He's just like, bye. Yeet. And you are alone. And it's about six in the morning. You are stood under a mountain range. With the waste literally within sight of you. This is where like the camera pans out and you are left. Mildly terrified of what Rook has warned you about. But Sanctity mainly just wants a goddamn nap. <laughs> Ta-da. Hooray. Ooh. Yay. Oh, until I made half of this up today. <laughs> well, I was going to say uh, earlier, while we while the court thing was going on, I uh, messaged Kate privately saying, "Can I like try and pray to Arathine to like come help us out with this?" And apparently, I succeeded on that roll. Yeah, Rook originally wasn't related to Arathine, but because you rolled well, I decided to bring yeah. that tidbit out of the story. So no, yeah. So yeah, that was that was nice. Caitlin, thank you again for DMing on a fantastic episode. I hate all of you. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I do declare I am just a simple lawyer, folks. 
I tried to be a defense lawyer, no one let me speak. For you would have made it worse. You probably would have, they'd be like, how do you plead? And you would have been like, hot milky, guilty. We should go round the table quickly and do our outspiel for everyone's benefit. We will. I think we should pretty start with Chad. Uh, I am, of course, Chad. If you would like to hit me up on the social medias, I am at Chad's underscore mine or at View from Top Rope. And you can, of course, listen to me on my podcast, of course, with Diesel on View from the Top Rope every Thursday, on the Chatterbox on Wednesdays, and on Sundays we have So You're So Smart, all on Visionaries Global Media. Absolutely. Uh, go across to Ailey. Hi, I'm Ailey. You can find me on social media at Space Lily Arts or uh, newly on uh, Itch, the website on where I am uh, coppering. Uh, I make comics. Uh, my current one is a gothic webcomic called Lady Changeling. You should go read it. Just look it up. You'll find it. And yeah, been been lovely playing with you once again. Awesome sauce. Kerry? Hi, I'm Kerry, also known as Sherpies. I lurk creepily, but don't do much else. I'm in the darkness. <laughs> you think you see something out the corner of your eye, it's Kerry. <laughs> I am the night. I am the shadow people. Kerry is Batman. <laughs> with, with a lightsaber in hand. Really yep. good. Alex? Of course you can find me at Spiderbread. It's it's always been Spider Bread. You can find mine in Matt's main show at Game Junkies Pod, and you can find this growing collection of madness at Dungeon Junkies. Absolutely. You can find me personally at MadTech UK, and Caitlin, our fantastic DM and host of this episode, for this. Yes. If you are listening to this one, it means you are over on my site at. Well, it's not at. TheMindGame.org, <laughs> or my SoundCloud is simply MindGames, which is where this web of insanity goes honestly it's just the babysitting adventures that's all this has turned into <laughs> if, if you want to follow me on twitter I'm at CaitlinRC or any announcements about any articles or upcoming episodes of this go on at our mind games save me <laughs> thank you again Caitlin uh, I'm, I guess we'll have to finish this we're out of here